Welcome to the Hope Story Podcast, where we share resources, encouragement, and hope for families of children with Down syndrome. Here's your host, husband, dad, and founder of Hope Story, Rick Smith. Welcome to the Hope Story Podcast. This is Rick Smith, and I'm here with my friend of almost eight years, a mother of a child with Down syndrome, also a mom who was in our to the next me video, which you can find on our show notes on the hopestory.org website. And it is my friend, Preeti. Preeti, welcome to the Hope Story podcast. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Well, let me tell everyone listening a fun backstory. So you may or may not know this, but we have a blog called noahsdad.com and we have a Facebook page, we have an Instagram and a Twitter account. And we had been sharing Noah's story. We lived in a neighborhood and I believe what happened is I'd gotten a message from someone that basically said, hey, we live in Texas or we live in the Dallas area. And they sort of realized that we you know, might've lived in the same state or maybe even the same city. So we start going back and forth on Facebook, Messenger, I believe. And you guys lived on our street, just down the street from us. And so we ended up, yeah. you guys came over and hung out at our house. And then we have been friends ever since. What a crazy world. I know, I know. I still remember that time for sure. So crazy. And so we've been friends this whole time. And I thought it'd be really awesome for you guys to meet my friend and for her to tell you a little bit about her story. And so let's just jump right in and have you share a little bit about, you know, your family, your children, the birth story of your son with Down syndrome, postnatal, prenatal diagnosis, just sort of all the stuff surrounding Armand and his story. Yeah, our son Armand is about seven and a half years old now. So we found out he had Down syndrome about six weeks after he was born, actually. He was two months premature, and um, we found out the day that we were taking him home six weeks later because he was in um, NICU. So we were excited to bring him home, and that morning that we were going to bring him home, they had been doing tests earlier. They said, hey, you know, those test results are going to be coming in today. And, um, you know, he showed some markers of Down syndrome. And so in case he did have anything going on, that he would have to see a couple of specialists and before he gets discharged. So we finally went home in the afternoon while he was in the NICU waiting for further instructions. And so then we did get a call that afternoon saying, yeah, he has Down syndrome and that they were sorry. The lady on the phone, she said she was sorry. And so for about 30 minutes, you know, we're wondering what happened, how it happened, what's Down syndrome, you know, so we, at that point, we're like, okay, so we got to go get our baby, you know, and uh, we got to the hospital and uh, back and they gave us some information, some resources, just saying, Here, here's a packet, here's everything you need to know. It was all just happening so fast, nothing was making sense. And, um, the, you know, they had a cardiologist, uh, you know, that j just checked him out, said, okay, he has a hole in his heart. You got to do this. So everything just came down like suddenly and all at one time. And I think what really, really, sh so we took him home and like, I, of course I'll never forget it because it was the night before my birthday and it's like midnight and here I'm getting all this joy for my birthday and no one knows I even brought my son home and we're shocked and we're like wondering how do we tell anybody like what just happened what did we do wrong you know I mean those were all these thoughts that were going on in our head and I think we were really shocked that our OBGYN never called us even one time to say anything so I mean 
we were just really trying to figure what's going to happen now. What does it mean for us? You know, we didn't get much calls after that. It was just like, here you go, you know, good luck. And uh, it was, it was, I'll just never forget that day, of course. And within that week, my son and my husband was really looking to do some research as I'm, you know, taking care of a newborn first time mom. And that's when, you know, we finally found you guys, noahsdad.com and, you know, saw that like, uh, we saw like Baylor, we thought you were somewhere out in like Switzerland or something. And then we're like, wait, isn't that Baylor Dallas or something? And, um, and then we, you know, contacted you and you're like, Hey, yeah, you know, come over, you know, we would, we were like, let's, we just want to talk to you. We want to know, you know, what, what is down syndrome? Like what's happening? Tell us about your son. How are you handling it? And to come to know that you were right up the street, that really made us feel a lot more comfortable when we kind of got to know a little bit more like, Hey, okay, this is not so bad. You know, we're, we're going to figure this out. I remember it that way. Now Armand has a five-year-old sister. And so that's been really, really nice. And he's been doing great since. But it was a scary time at that time, just trying to figure out what it all was. Yeah, it was so fun to get to connect with you guys. And when, when I say that they were close to us, I mean, literally they were walking distance from our house. Like we lived on a street that sort of curved around and they were on, you know, you just kind of curved around. I don't know if it was exactly the same street as ours, but you just keep driving around the curve and- It was like eight houses down. It was crazy. Yeah. Like eight. Yeah. It's, it's just a handful of houses down. It was crazy. And so yeah. you guys came over, you brought your baby over and how was it when you guys came over and saw Noah? And I don't even know if I've ever asked you this, but how did you guys feel like maybe when you came over and when you left our house after seeing Noah and, and our family and all that? Well, I think Noah is just a couple years older than Armand. And at that time, I think he was also running around. And um, we, I just thought he was the cutest little kid. And when I walked in, I was thinking like, oh my gosh, okay, now we're going to meet this other, you know, family and this kid. And, you know, I, I just, I didn't know what the expectations were going to be at the time because I didn't have much information to know what, you know, what it is like to have a kid with Down syndrome and what they're supposed to be like, I guess. But it was just, you know, I mean, Noah was just a normal, you know, kid to me, just having a good old little time and playing with his toys and, you know, I was just so happy and surprised that like, all right, you know, that's what my kid will be like in a couple of years. And he looks like a normal kid to me. You know, why am I even stressing? You know, and that, I, I remember leaving and smiling and speaking because we just walked with our stroller. Yeah. We were walking back and I was like, all right, all right, all right. This is going to be OK. I mean, did you see that good? He looked fantastic. We got this, you know. That was definitely a boost of encouragement to see him so happy. That's fun. That's awesome to hear you say that. For those of you listening, you may or may not know this, but what Hope Story is doing, our, our organization, Hope Story, one of the main things that we try to do is create those sorts of relationships all over the U.S., those sorts of friendships. And so that if a mom finds out that their child is diagnosed with Down syndrome, their medical professional can help get them connected to, to a mom or a family locally there in their community, we call those families hope advocates. And so if you're listening to this and you have a child with Down syndrome one year old or older and you live in the United States, be sure to go to hopestory.org, click on existing parent, and then you can do for others 
like we did for our friends on in our neighborhood that we could invite them over and be friends with them and, and help them, you know, to have some hope and some encouragement. Because when you don't know, I mean, like for us, when Noah was born, I don't think I knew anyone with Down syndrome. And we eventually got connected with a family and went over to their house and just it just brought a lot of hope and a lot of encouragement. That child, his name's Seth. They're still friends of ours. He was a little further along and the journey and it just brought a lot of hope and a lot of encouragement to me and so if you're out there listening we'd love for you to be a part of our hope advocate network and become a hope advocate at hope story we believe one of the greatest gifts for new parents of a child with down syndrome is a friend who also has a child with down syndrome and is a little farther along in their parenting journey that's why we're working to connect OBGYNs with families raising a child with Down syndrome so they can connect their patients with parents who can offer friendship, encouragement, and hope. We call this the Hope Advocate Process. To learn more and to sign up to become a Hope Advocate, simply visit hopestory.org forward slash Hope Advocate. And now back to our show. All right. So... Let's move on here. And, you know, when you have a child with Down syndrome, people say a lot of things. Uh, Sometimes people don't know what to say. And so when you think back, you know, a little over seven years ago, and you started telling people that Armand had Down syndrome, were there any things that people said that in hindsight, you kind of go, man, that was hurtful. That wasn't really helpful. I wish they wouldn't have said that to me. That was kind of rude. And then were there any things that maybe people said to you that you go, man, that, that really helped me when, when they said that, that really encouraged me. That made me feel good when they said that to me? Well, first of all, I think it really takes me back to the very first time when I had just the medical professionals just at the very beginning at his birth when I had to hear sorry. Because here I'm thinking that, oh my gosh, I my life is, you know, like what is life going to be, you know? And I was scared at that time. And I, I didn't know what to expect. I remember... So I hate the word. I don't like when someone says, oh, I'm sorry. And I have heard that a couple of times, you know, just even from friends like, oh, my gosh, I'm so sorry. And I catch myself saying, no, why? It's fine. I'm having, you know, like he's such a great kid. I'm such a great, you know, like he's changed me into such a positive person and a patient person. Like I have no regrets here. You know, you don't please don't be sorry. There are a couple of things that I've heard, you know, especially children that don't have the knowledge just at a playground. I remember a kid saying, why does he walk like that? You know, and I was caught off guard because that was the first time I had anyone almost question it. And then it was like, well, you know, he has a, you know, he, he has Down syndrome and um, sometimes he walks like that. No big deal. You know, I think she was just curious. And so it was no big deal. That was one of the things. One of the things that was very encouraging to hear is, or what I see, there's a couple of kids that are involved. He he really gets attracted to a little bit older, you know, girls or, you know, that are 10 years older than him or so. He really loves how nurturing they are and he loves hugging them. And so it makes me feel so good to see him that way. And when he does something, you know, wrong that he doesn't know is wrong, then I love, it's so nice to see and hear like, Hey, it's okay. You know, that's not, it's not a big deal. Like he just didn't know, you know, and it's like, all right, you know, there are other people that understand and see it and are okay with it. I think my biggest, biggest fear at the beginning 
was introducing the diagnosis or letting my own family and friends know that he had Down syndrome because I didn't know what they would say. But God, thankfully, I right after, I mean, so much support. I can't, you know, just just the encouragement and support that I've had from all my family and friends around, like, it's not even a big deal. Like, yeah, cool. No problem. You know, he's so what, you know, like, whatever you need help and let us know, you know, it's been fine. You know, I, all my doubts that I had with Mike, especially that first year or two uh, of his age, it was hard because it was getting more and more introduced. I don't know if you even recall where you even wondered, like, well, why can't you just say it? You know, why can't you just tell people? Because you would want to post things on Facebook. And I'm like, no, I don't want the world to know yet, you know? But then when it started happening, it was just nothing but love and support. And it was just like, all right, cool. Like, actually, what is wrong with that? You know, why, why am I not? Why is it? He's my child. Why can't I display him? Why can't I be so proud of him? You know? So I remember that. And I think over time, it's just so much easier to just actually have conversations about it and, you know, tell people like, hey, this is what it is. It's fine. It's not a big deal. You know, like he's normal like you. He's as crazy and like a kid just like you, you know? Yeah. I mean, thanks for sharing all that. It's been fun being y'all's friend for all these years. And, you know, again, if you're listening to this and you haven't seen the To The Next Me video, please check that out. Again, you can see it at hopestory.org. Click on blog. You'll find the show notes to this episode. You can watch the video that Pretty and Armand is in, and you can hear her talk a little bit more about the story, but you can really see their family and see her husband. And so I encourage you to check it out. And it has been fun watching, you know, your journey as a mom, because even culturally, those of you listening, you may not know this, but culturally there's some differences. I think maybe even in your culture, about children with Down syndrome. Can you talk a little bit about that? Like how are children with, maybe share, you know, what your background is and then maybe how children with special needs are perceived in, you know, in your culture. So, you know, I am of Indian descent and it's, I've time and time again, I've heard of parents, you know, later on speaking to them and how they've even aborted their own child just because they found out that there could there's a percentage of something not being right, you know, because I mean, I don't know if it's like, you know, what every parent's dream to have that kid that's going to go to college and be successful. And I don't know what it is, or I, they don't want to deal with it or what it is. And so growing up, and I guess I know with myself growing up, I hadn't seen a lot of kids with disabilities, except for when I saw like a special ed class and I just thought that there was something you know wrong with them that they they, behaviorally they probably are you know and I don't know what any of those disabilities were but I just was never taught about it either and so now I feel like and, and I still hear those stories that's why I was probably so scared because here you know my husband and I thought that we must have done something so wrong for it to happen when it was just a random thing and I'm so so happy that I found out, you know, even when I did, because I culturally, if I found out before I was, before I had Armand and while I was pregnant, I feel like a lot of people would have encouraged me to probably let go of my child, you know, and that scares me, that hurts me. I hate that feeling, but that's what 
would have probably happened. And I would have probably stressed out a lot. But man, I know that that sucks, you know, to say it that way. But it's just that's what I've heard. And that's me. I can't say that for all Indians or anything. But this is just the way I've grown up. And this is the way I've seen it, you know. And if you go to India, I don't see a lot of kids with disabilities. And I don't know the reasons, you know, but I don't see it around here. But, you know, I think more and more, it's be especially living in America, and I was born and brought up here. I think our mentality is definitely different. Our parents were from India at that time. And so maybe their knowledge was different. So they didn't teach us. But now in this generation and living here, I do see other Indian kids. I have a kid right in front of our house, you know, with a disability. I have like three kids on my street that with disabilities and they're Indian. And so I'm seeing it more and more. Everyone's encouraging. Everyone's, you know, working with our kiddos. And I mean, now it's not a big deal at all. And now I feel like I can tell anyone, talk to anyone, be an advocate for my son, you know, and just let anyone know, hey, it's not even like, what's the big deal, you know? How long was it from when you learned that Armand had Down syndrome until you were full on open with your family about his diagnosis? Well, I let them know the next day. I told my parents and, you know, and everyone, you know, I remember my dad especially saying like, okay, so what, you know, he's, he's the son of our, he's the first son of our family, you know, like who cares, you know, like it's fine. Why are you even stressed out or crying about it, you know. I love that. And my in-laws, Duppin's parents, my husband's parents, he's been, they've been the most supportive and the most loving grandparents. So, I mean, I'm glad I told them the next day and my, my brothers and sisters, and I, I mean, he's blessed to have like such a large family, you know, support and just so much family all around us and everybody's so supportive. I'm so happy I did tell him like within the next day, actually. But when, when it came to extended family and all that, it was within it, it, almost a whole year before I got word around to like everybody and where I actually felt comfortable putting it on Facebook even. I mean, it was like a solid year. Yeah. Because I think we went to like his first birthday party and not everyone in your family even knew then, right? Yeah. Yeah. I remember. I, remember, I think I remember that. Yeah, because remember I said I had said I refrained. I had asked you to even refrain yep. from um, posting anything at that time. Yeah, just because I just didn't know, and I wanted to have that conversation myself, kind of individually, sure. to just display it and just then to anyone answer like, okay, first of all, it's been a long time. How come we didn't know? Yes, because it, it was we were just trying to figure it out on our own. Like, what what does this mean? What do we do? How do we tell? Like, you know, what's going to happen? And what was everybody's reaction when you finally did tell them? So when I went to India and I took them, I mean, I think it was, you know, I mean, I guess you have to accept it. But then I know it was I know he was talked about, you know, and like, oh, my God, look at him. What's going to happen? This is so crazy. I can't believe, you know, I, I know that it came that way because nobody came to me and said, hey, you know, like, are you OK? Are you, you know, is what can we do? Like what, you know, they didn't even want to find out any more information. They were just like, Oh, he can't walk yet. Why isn't he walking? You know, cause he was almost two years old at the time and a normal kid probably, you know, around that one year of age. And I took him almost, you know, yeah, 18 months old well, in India. I can't say they accepted, but, um, 
here, I, everyone was very, very supportive in America. So I think just the the thought process and our mentalities are different from in America versus India. So have, have they come around, your family in India? Have they Are they in a different place now than they were? Or is it still difficult? Where's that at? I think it's just depending on the family members. There are some family members that are closer and are more, you know, liberal with that mentality. But um, I guess the others, well, I would say probably 20% are fine and say, okay, don't worry, you know. But the others, I mean, they just don't kind of care, I guess. Well, I got to just say from knowing you guys for all these years, I'm just proud of you and proud of just where you have come from being in a place where you were saying, hey, don't post about this because all of my family doesn't know all the way till shooting a video with us this year that went on the web for the whole world to see and now being bold and, and being an advocate for your child. You know, you really have come around and you're really a great mom and you guys are really great parents. And so it's been fun to watch, you know, from where you were then to where you are now and just really it's fun and awesome and i'm proud of you guys and it's fun to watch armand grow up so thank you i appreciate you seeing that are you the parent of a child with down syndrome and interested in sharing your story on a future episode of the hope story podcast if so please visit hopestory.org forward slash podcast and let us know we may end up featuring your family's story on a future episode. And now, back to our show. Well, let me ask you a couple more questions here. One of the questions I have here is, what would you go back and tell yourself when you found out that Armand had Down syndrome? When you got that call or when you had that appointment, whatever it was, and you found out, when you had that conversation, what would you now, knowing what you know now, what would you tell yourself to encourage yourself? I mean, you know, I he Armand really puts a lot of smiles, you know, on our faces around us. I just didn't know at that time. And now that I know that everything is fine and he's just a happy-go-lucky child, that I was going to be fine 10, you know, five years later, 10 years later, that I was, you know, like he's just really, really made me such a strong person. And not when I say strong, I mean, I think any kid would make their parent, you know, a stronger person because, I mean, you know, it takes a lot of patience to be around kids. But especially, you know, there are certain things that, you know, he's not like a, a like a typical child at as far as the age that, you know, a typical kid would do versus a kid with Down syndromes, you know, like talking, you know, speaking, whatever, with communication. That's, you know, a little bit harder at this time. But knowing that, hey, he will be speaking at some point at his own time, like it'll be fine. I think I was stressing at the beginning, you know, of where, uh, how come he's not doing it like a typical child? And then now I'm just like, well, whenever, whenever he's potty trained, he's potty trained. It'll happen. I know, you know, when he speaks, he will, and then he won't be quiet. So that's fine. <laughs> you know, you know, I'm fine with all of that. And I wish I didn't stress out about it at that time and worry about, you know, hitting milestones, I guess, 
it's just so much easier to just kind of be like, all right, you know, he'll do it when he does it. All we can do is work with them. The more we work with them, the more therapies and whatever we can involve, you know, the more socialness, you know, all that. I mean, he's going to be fine. Just like he's going to have his own feelings. He's going to have his girlfriends, you know, all that's going to happen. You know, he'll be studying, he'll be writing, speak. I mean, he'll do everything. It's just a matter of time and that's fine. It's just, I'm so thankful to have a lot, have learned so much more patience having him in our lives. Yeah. And I think a lot of, especially younger parents, I know I did this with Noah. It's easy to focus, you know, when's he going to do this next milestone? When's he going to do this next milestone? And I know it could even be a a temptation to look at other kids and kind of go, well, wow, that other kid is doing X, Y, Z. And my son is not doing X, Y, Z. And I think just really good advice is, hey, just to celebrate, you know, the things that your kid is doing and don't compare your child to another person's child that every child is different. Every child is unique. And um, yeah, I mean, just, just roll with it. Cause if you, if you sit around comparing all the time, that's just not a really healthy place to be. No, I agree with you. Yep. No, I didn't really know anyone with Down syndrome. I'm assuming you didn't really know anyone with Down syndrome when both of us found out that our sons were born with Down syndrome. And so now years later, as you look back, How has your perspective towards people with Down syndrome changed because you're the mother of a child with Down syndrome? I think I get happy when I see another kid with Down syndrome. (laughs) Like I get so happy, like, oh, look, you know. And I think, you know, it's it's funny. There's a couple of times, you know, I'm a nurse as a profession. And so I've met so many parents. And when I come across someone that has a kid with Down syndrome, even just speaking to them or when they bring their child in, I think they're in their world and, you know, doing their thing and all that. And just like me as a mom, I know that when I go any place, I feel like maybe people are staring or wondering or whatever. And when I see another parent, you know, or another kid, I'm like, Hey, me too. That's so cool. You know what it's like, right? You know? Like, yeah. And so it's, it's actually so, and then they get happy all of a sudden like, Oh really? Oh my gosh. You know, it's not it like, you know, yeah, just doing our thing. And you just catch people like, okay, I'm doing my everyday. I'm doing my thing. I'm doing my routine. But then it's like, Oh, you too. You understand, you know? And so it's really nice when you can actually take notes or speak to another parent or another person, especially, okay, so a kid with Down syndrome or a person, sorry, a person with Down syndrome, you just kind of seeing where they are, what they're doing, it encourages me because I'm like, all right, I've seen them in so many different age levels now that it's like, oh, okay, cool. That kid's doing this. That kid's doing this, you know, and you just see everything normal and fine. And then when you meet a parent with a kid uh, or a person with down syndrome you know it's just i feel like they're so mature in their own way as well you know like you could just kind of like yep i get it you know like i understand my sister also or my son or my brother or whatever i I just feel like they're i don't know if i want to say they're different people i just can tell that we're on the same level, if that makes sense. Yeah. And I, it's fun for me when I'm out in public and I see someone with Down syndrome, you know, you want to connect with them or you want to say, Hey, we have a son with Down syndrome. Also, you kind of feel like you're part of a group, a little club with them. Right. Yes. Yes, definitely. All right. Last question. So let's say you got a phone call 
from a parent whose child has just been diagnosed with Down syndrome. She's scared. She's anxious. She's worried. She's stressed out, doesn't know what to do. What would you tell that parent? You know, I would say that, you know, don't get worked up, you know, your child, like what your child will be in the next 20, 30 years. I would say parents should take it one day at a time, work at your child's pace, whatever that may be for them. I feel like, you know, the first several years, people focus and stress on how their kid will would turn out or not turn out. But to live in the moment and live in all the happy moments, you know, that you just got to live one day at a time and just enjoy every part of that. Things are going to, of course, keep coming up. But when you take it, you know, like a, one thing at a time, it just, it's so much easier. I would tell any mom like, hey, you know, it's going to be fine. You know, your your kid is going to love you. And more than anything, the, I mean, the best thing about a person with Down syndrome is that wonderful innocence and that knowledge of and the comprehension of what the cruel world is out there that they get to just live in this happy bubble. And, you know, we get to be a part of that happy bubble too, you know? That's good. Thank you for sharing that. And thank you so much for being on the podcast today. Thanks for y'all's friendship over all these years. Thanks for being in our video. Again, if you're listening to this, be sure to go to hopestory.org, click on blog, and you will find the show notes to this episode. And you can watch the video that I'm talking about. It's really great. I hope that you will watch it. It's great to hear all these wonderful stories. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. Thank you. Thank you for having me. All right, to everyone listening, thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Hope Story Podcast, and we will talk to you soon on the next episode of the Hope Story Podcast. Thank you for listening to the Hope Story Podcast. On our website at hopestory.org, you can find this episode's show notes, subscribe to our email list, and learn about how Hope Story is working to connect every OBGYN in America to a family raising a child with Down syndrome through our Hope Advocate process. If you enjoyed what you heard today, please be sure to leave us a review on iTunes and subscribe to our podcast. We'll be back soon with another episode of the Hope Story Podcast.